Bye-bye. I'm Brian Hu. I'm Ada Singh. And welcome to Saturday School. When your friends are watching Saturday morning cartoons, you're being forced to learn Asian American pop culture history. Hey everyone, welcome back to Saturday School. If you've been listening along this season, you'll know that we're talking about Asian American music movies. And today we have a really, why do I always say special film? <laughs> They're all special because we don't often think about these movies and whenever we revisit them, it's like, wow, this exists? Yes. We were reminded of this film by our friend Taz Ahmed of the Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast. And it's a film called The Taka Kors which both Brian and I saw when it came out in 2010. So The Taco Cores is a film by Iyad Zara, and it's based on a novel written in 2003 by Michael Muhammad Knight. And the backstory of this is really fascinating, especially because Michael was a co-writer on this film. So the word Taco Cores was actually coined by him, and it's a combination of two words. One is taqwa, which is the Islamic concept of love and fear, or Allah, and the core comes from hardcore, which is kind of a nod to punk rock. So Taco Core's the novel is about a fictional Islamic punk rock scene. But what's really interesting is that this novel fueled a real life Muslim punk rock scene, which was actually depicted in a documentary called Taco Core, The Birth of Punk Islam. So this is kind of the backstory behind this film. So is everyone here Muslim? From a certain point of view? The narrative film imagines a Pakistani engineering student in Buffalo, New York, and he moves into this house with a bunch of Muslims that he doesn't quite recognize as the, the Muslim boys and girls that he's used to. Specifically, they are really into punk rock, they dress a certain way, they speak a certain way, they are very open about sex and drugs in ways that makes them a little bit uncomfortable, but you can tell it's starting to fascinate him. His name is Yusuf, yeah. played by Bobby Naderi. And he becomes this perfect way for us to enter the scene as well. I mean, he's an outsider, he's a little bit more straight-laced than everybody else, and he's able to hold our hand through this almost like ethnographic view of this scene. Yeah, and I like how, you know, we always talk about how when there's films about minorities in Hollywood, they always need a white guy to be like the entryway. In this movie, the entryway is the good Muslim boy. He's getting his engineering degree. <laughs> yeah, but then suddenly he's faced with these kind of like dilemmas about to what extent should I be playing along with their partying? Should I speak up when there are things that don't correspond to my interpretation of faith? The film then becomes like this 90-minute series of trials for him, and by the end, he kind of comes out of it anew. Some of the characters in the film, there's Dominic Reigns, who plays Jenger, who's this guy with a huge red mohawk. He wears a studded leather black jacket. And the first time he sees him is when he hears this electric guitar playing really loud outside, and he looks at his window. Allah is too big. Too open. This is my house! My Islam to be small and closed. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who will sit around reflecting on how he wants to be Johnny Cash. Yes. He talks about being a member of two suppressed classes, whether that's as a Muslim man in the United States, but also as this person who kind of identifies with the punk and uh, more marginalized versions of rock. Yeah, and then at the same time, there's an Indonesian guy 
who smokes a lot of pot. There's one guy who's very moral, and he's the one who kind of gets mad at everybody. His name is Umar. And then there's a girl named Rabia, who's an interesting combination of conservative and liberal because she's dressed in a full-on burqa. Like, everything is covered, but at the same time... You can hear in her voice and the way that she speaks about sex and the way that she kind of makes fun of Yousef for being such a goody two-shoes in a way that she's much more free than one might assume. What's this? What? This. You You crossed out a whole ayat in the Quran. Right. I didn't need that one anymore. What? You just felt like you didn't, you could cross out the word of God? I mean, you can't do that. Well, that ayat advises men to beat their wives, so what do I need that no, for? No, you, you can't do that. And, you know, most translators say that it means to beat lightly, and there's the story of Job where he used a blade of yeah, grass. Yeah, Yusuf, I know. I read what all the scholars said, okay, even the progressives. I did all the tap dancing around that verse that a desperate Muslim could do. And in the end, you know what I said? I said, fuck it. And now, I feel a whole lot better about the Quran. I mean, it's kind of weird coming from a girl in a burqa. What about my burqa? She's a lot more comfortable in her skin than a lot of the other male characters are. How cool is it that Noreen DeWolf basically plays a character that you never ever see, but she's such a memorable character. She really is. She's the only one who I really want to hang out with after watching this movie. <laughs> so it's nice that this film isn't just about whether you are orthodox or you are modern even within this more liberal interpretation of islam there are kind of disagreements within that subculture and different ways of interpreting but also like ways in which they are trying to come together because they know that they all have a vested interest in the taco chorus uh, but also just living together and, and kind of surviving together as young people trying to get by did you notice that one of the ways that they describe this house was they have these weekly prayers but they're kind of attracting the muslim misfits and one of the lines they had is, these are the Muslims that ask the stupid questions in Saturday school. These Muslims, yeah. The ones who don't quite fit into the Islamic set of picnics. The boys who miss their prey. The girls who date behind their parents' back. The ones who ask too many questions during Saturday school. <laughs> My eyes lit up a little bit when they mentioned Saturday school in this movie. But... It's also just a further reminder it's this shared immigrant experience that's shared across different cultures and religions. You're basically following all these characters, and at some point, they decide that they want to throw their own Muslim punk rock show at their house. Yeah, so by the end of the film, it also then becomes this very convenient and sort of exciting roll call of a lot of the big Takokor bands of the time. They even have like the text on the screen telling us who these bands are. So the film, I think, is very self-consciously not just telling the stories of individuals, but trying to tell the story of an entire scene. And I think that also is probably a testament to the fact that it is an adaptation of a book that attempted to name this subculture, and that this film itself is co-written by that novelist, Michael Muhammad Knight. Who's actually a white guy who converted to Islam. I did not know that. Very interesting. <laughs> because... Um, I mean, you mentioned in the beginning that the Bobby Naderi character, the main character, Yusuf, he's almost like the white guy we need in an ethnic movie. I definitely feel that while watching it. Like, we are here to give you a tour of the kinds of people and the kinds of conversations that you'll be hearing and the kinds of bands that form the, the heart of it. I mean, there's scenes where Yusuf comes in, he's like, Taco Cores, what is that? And then <laughs> <laughs> Dominic Reigns' character explains it to him. Dominic Reigns is really good in it. Oh, he is so good. He has to explain a lot of these things and he kind of pulls it off a lot because his character is kind of like a philosopher and I think that takes care of a lot of the explanatory things in a way that might have been more... Um, yeah, like to here to serve yeah. a purpose as opposed to 
actually describing a character. But I think what makes it work is Dominic Reigns just has a great angst about him that you feel like he's saying all this in a way that's still consistent with that character who's struggling to figure out how he can belong in this world. And to be fair, we probably do need that kind of hand-holding even now. I felt that a lot in this film, and especially because there is a white character in the movie who... Oh, but she's the seductive temptress. In the film, Yusuf is he's, he's a virgin, and so he meets this white girl named Lynn who converted to Islam. And it's the white Muslim girl who is able to kind of tempt him to the other side. And I don't know, I wonder, given the logic of the film, that they kind of needed to be this white girl to, to lead the way to sexuality as well. It couldn't have been the female Muslim character in the house. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I feel like it was like a one-two punch to lead him to the other side. Not to the other side, because he's still pretty innocent. But I think it was combination of the white girl. But... There's also Rabia, the girl in the house who, in her kind of frank talk about sexuality and masturbation and teasing him, I think she's like the other catalyst. Yeah, but it's never quite clear that, I don't, I don't think he's attracted to Rabia. And I'm reminded of all of this because of that recent article that came out. The New York Times article called The Big Sick, South Asian Identity and Me. Written by a South Asian woman who noted that in so many feature-length films directed by or written by South Asian men, when there is a South Asian male main character looking for love, so often it's by rejecting other South Asian women and finding the white girl. They mentioned films like the recent film The Big Sick or Meet the Patels or um, Master of None. And weirdly enough, Taco Chorus fits within that as well. Yeah, I mean, this is a very bro movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's worth talking about because I mean, this is also a, a problem within the punk scene more generally. That punk is a, a scene that is often very misogynistic, homophobic, xenophobic. And even though this is a film about, as Dominic Reigns' character talks about, that, you know, it's an intersection of so many different kind of oppressed people that this kind of like rampant masculinity does seep to the surface all the time. Like you feel it like in the walls, in the air, like the way this film has this desaturated look, it feels like this kind of grime that men, that men left behind at a, in a co-op. Also because of certain traditional beliefs within the religion that not everybody subscribes to, but the idea of having men and women living together is pretty controversial. So I think because of that too, it becomes very, very male dominated and very testosterone-y. I do want to talk about how the film ends. Without giving too much away, it ends with a brawl. It ends with male Muslim violence, which in American society is so loaded. And, and it does so in a way that kind of attributes male Muslim violence to the punk scene. And I think that's great because so often in the West, we immediately point to any Muslim man committing violence as a reflection upon their religion. And here it's, no, it's just, that's just the nature of a mosh pit. And, uh, and when people who don't see eye to eye get in a semi-violent environment, stuff will happen. Part of the way that punk and music is being used in this film is to bring people together, not only bringing outcasts together, but this idea of we have to include everyone, even people who don't agree with us, maybe because they're way more traditional than us and they look down on us. But if we shun them, then we're doing the same thing. So there is this idea of inclusivity. But like you said, it's not so simple. That's it, though. I, I feel like the straight men in this movie are allowed to be not so simple. Mm. When the gay man is there, he's, he's there pretty much just to talk about the difficulty of being a gay man in, in the Muslim punk scene. Same with the women. As a gesture to diversity, that's great. I always felt like while I was watching it that they were there really to serve that purpose of to represent the fact that let's not forget that these people are here. Yeah, it is a very straight masculine movie, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but 
Right. I mean, and, and because we haven't seen anything quite like this before and it's kind of openness about that kind of masculinity and the, and the jokes they tell. Um, and there's some, it's a very funny movie. What was that? What was that line? I didn't quite understand it, but when the Dominic Reigns character talks about kind of a sexual frustration as the jihad against his nuts. That's my jihad, man. Jihad? Yeah. The struggle between me and my nuts. That was yeah. pretty perplexingly <laughs> funny. I mean, since we've mentioned Taz of good Muslim, bad Muslim, <laughs> like the jihad on my nuts, it reminds me of her Muslim Valentine's Day cards project where she takes words like these, like jihad, that are very loaded and turns them into Valentine's Day cards. So <laughs> so her version of jihad on my nuts is this card that says, um, I have a jihad on for you, <laughs> which she says is one of her most popular ones. I, I can definitely see why that is. And they're not just making this up just to be funny. I think it's also a reflection of the vernacular of the Taco Chorus scene. So, for instance, one of the uh, band names is Osama's Tunnel Diggers, which I love. There's something kind of provocative and funny and just kind of uh, <laughs> winky about um, Osama's Tunnel Diggers. Just like jihad against my nuts. I like this other line in there about how um, they're talking about people who like vinyl records and... Um, I think today we call them hipsters, <laughs> but the word they used to describe them was orthodox. <laughs> like he's criticizing vinyl lovers as being orthodox uh, and just stuff like that. They're having a lot of fun with not just religion, but with poking fun at the music scene, too. Because they talk in the film about how like punk is supposed to be offensive. And if you look at interviews with the director, he talks about how he didn't necessarily want the film to be about Muslims or about punk, but he wanted it to feel like a Muslim film, and he wanted it to feel like a punk film. Yeah, they can alternately be praying and talking to God, and then the next scene, just talking shit. Yeah. And you guys should watch it, because it's only two ninety nine on Amazon Video. Saturday School is a proud member of Potluck a collective of podcasts that features stories and voices from the Asian-American community. It's produced by me and Brian. Our theme song is courtesy of Rimsky Music and Premium Beat. We have a Tiny Letter newsletter you can sign up for to get lecture notes. tinyletter.com slash Saturday School Podcast. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Ada Singh, A-D-A-T-S-E-N-G. Brian's at Who's Brian, H-U-S-B-R-I-A-N. And the podcast Twitter handle is Wake Up Sex School. Next week, your assignment is to watch the 2014 documentary, Kuma Hina. And you should catch up on the Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast, hosted by Taz, who we've already mentioned, and Zara Norbash, the monthly podcast about the good and the bad about the American Muslim female experience. Check it out. Class dismissed. Have you seen Chi and T yet? Yeah. Dominic Reigns, he's the lead in Chi and T. It was fun having seen his character in Chi and T, going back to watch his character in Taco Chorus. They come from different parts of society, um, and they're, they're kind of reflecting different aspects of masculinity. But both, there's kind of soul to him. Like, regardless of what kind of costume he's wearing or what kind of setting he's thrown in, he conveys that soul very compellingly. He's also in our Haikus with Hotties calendar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. He's so, he's very good looking in G and T. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just kind of good looking. So. Yeah, I'm sure he is.